The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, superfly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! So first and foremost, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Uh, we'll get to that later, everybody. But uh, first and foremost, we should probably talk about why we're recording this on a Monday, right? Yeah. Okay. So Bobby, do you want to tell what we did, the beauty that we did last Friday? Oh my God. And and it's okay. We're gonna well, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna circle back as they say in the business. Yeah, world. we're gonna but do it again. What happened? We had one of our loveliest humans uh, come and join us, uh, Mr. Zach Williams, one of the purveyors of Second Deli here in Durango, Colorado, uh, longtime industry stalwart. Yes, who has been all over the place, has poured a lot of drinks and made a lot of sandwiches, and beyond that is just a super super lovely guy. Yeah, um, very funny, very smart guy, soft spoken, um, a and, little bit quiet sometimes until his tenth cocktail, and then and then. <laughs> <laughs> so, what happened after the fact? I went home with the file yesterday to do our editing as I normally would do, and the file was corrupt. So I'm like, "Well, shit! That means I got to go back to the office tomorrow, get on the laptop, and." Redownload the file, blah blah blah. Because I back them up, you know. I back them up to the cloud. I put them on OneDrive. I I take care of it. Right. But the whole fucking thing was corrupted. (laughs) I hit the app and I was like, export, and it just threw an error and it crashed and the audio just disappeared in front of my face. So we lost. Yeah, we call it a panic moment in IT. When you're like, I just lost this client. (laughs) Luckily, we don't pay ourselves shit yeah that's for ain't, ain't nobody paying us either that's what's up not yet not yet we're that's in the works too we that's in big, the works we got which is one of the reasons why we thought it was so important to come back in uh to cloud city and do this all over again i don't want to call this a band-aid episode but this is something bobby just and i decided to do on the fly instead of waiting an entire week to kind of catch things up. Luckily, in a weird way, although we lost some definite gold with Big Z, we did. We did. And by the way, if you haven't, and I know you all have, go to Second Deli, eat some of the man's food. He knows what he's doing. You can go have some chuckles and some drinks with Zach and Josh Lobato. And there it's a it's a clubhouse. It's a it's for big kids. Yeah, he he and um our friend Colin are besties for sure mm-hmm. um tantamount to brothers yeah and they love each other very much even though sometimes i think zach wants to drag him out in the alley and murder him. and murder him murder him right not beat him up <laughs> not giving him a stern talking to he wants to take him out back and he wants to murder murder him, him. um but yeah 
And he's they, got a big kitchen. He could just cook him. He just cook him. Put him in. A, put him in the soup du jour. I believe. They I made it. more corned beef. <laughs> uh, well, because he's a big Irish guy, yeah, so that perfect would make sense. murder. Um, but. Go there if you haven't. We are going to circle back with Big Zeke's. I know a lot of people in town were really excited about that happening. Uh, everybody has you know, been talking about it, so to speak. So we're going to definitely get him back in. Hopefully this week, for next week, we don't know yet. But we thought it was important to at least come in. And in a weird way, we're glad we did because now we are going to be first on the front lines to talk about the Oscar fiasco that happened yesterday. So um, first and foremost, we have protocols here on the Whiskey Reel. And one of those things is to say that this is the whiskiest of reels and the riskiest of wheels. We are many, many miles above the Earth's surface here in Cloud City. Looking down, Bobby and I were outside smoking a dirt and judging everybody who drove by, including the state troopers. Mostly the state troopers. Um, <laughs> looking down many miles above the Earth's crust. Um, as always, our beautiful alcohol is brought to you by Wagon Wheel Liquor, located in the Town Center Plaza, right across from Rite Aid. Great selection. Um, sitting across from me, speaking of judgy, he is uh, my <laughs> judgiest friend, and I love him so much for it. Um, he is, despite recent events, very good at his job as an IT extraordinary. <laughs> um, this is uh, the Bobbiest of Dukes. This is Bob of the Fan Noise, a.k.a. the Honey Vadger. He is from Tallahassee, Florida, and he is the inheritor of the Van Noy's Bitchwater Fortune. This is Bobbeth Van Noy's. Hey, buddy. Hey. I always love when I get to have an impromptu visit with you. Yeah. You know it what I mean? Well, we're busy men. We are busy men. You know, I've got a, I got the fam. You've got a lot of business to conduct. It's The fact that we're able to carve out the time we carve out with each other every week without any sort of drama in our lives is yeah. miraculous. I love it. Um, but... Today, or I should say this week in the food and beverage world in Durango, things kind of take a step back a little bit after spring break. It's not as crazy. Mm -hmm. So I had no issue carving out a couple hours uh, for my buddy. Well, I'm Uh, very thankful. Yeah, man. Well, my buddy that you're listening to, Filibuster. I know. Is MC Filibuster. (laughs) Phil E. Buster. Also known as Sir Sir Tony Montanus. Yes. <laughs> and he's the opposite of Dorian Gray. Yes, sir. We all know this. My buddy, Sir Antonio Branderas of the Rhone Valley. Mm. Yeah. You're I'm, a, I'm not in the foothills. I'm in the a, valley. You're a lowland warrior. I'm a, <laughs> a lowlife warrior, you said? <laughs> that, that, um, that too. Just saying. Uh, Guys, again, wonderful to be uh, back again. Uh, I know, I wish, I hope... Somewhere in the ether, that podcast lives on in infamy. Somewhere in some multiverse, um, that it lives on. But we are here. We've got some fun stuff to talk about regardless. First and foremost, we are the Whiskey Reels, so we talk about whiskey. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, obviously, it's a school night. It's not Friday. We can't cut loose a little bit and have a drink at all morrow, then come saunter in and casually sip on a bottle per se. We all got stuff to do today. So I figured I'm just going to get a tiny guy. 
Uh, Tiny Guy being a 375, which is half of a regular bottle. I think it should be said before we delve that on Friday we did not have a Tiny Guy. We had a very lovely bottle of whiskey. Oh, my God. And these three big fuckers... Boy, Zach Williams can drink a little whiskey. He He's perfectly okay with drinking whiskey, <laughs> from what I saw. I saw him on Saturday afternoon, and some friends were like, you guys fucked him up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Um, well, God God knows I walked home no worse for wear. Oh, no. We, I, we, killed, a, we killed a fifth of whiskey yeah. before the first break. Um, it, it just happened. We were having, look, when you guys are hanging out in your living room with your good friends, you do the same thing. Don't judge. Matter of fact, you can't judge us. You can't even see where we are. Yeah. You're not pouring like an ounce, a half of whiskey. Yeah. You know, no, you're just pouring out whiskey. Let's dude. I'm lucky he didn't have a four foot crazy straw. He would have drained that whole (laughs) thing by himself. (laughs) Fuck. Um, but we're all professionals here. So yeah, it did go quickly. Unlike Friday, we have a smallie. We have a 375. It's half of a fifth, right? Um, So it's got obviously half as much alcohol. However, you're never going to get a good deal on a 375. So pricing right now doesn't really matter. You will always get ripped off on a 375. It's always better to buy the 750 or liter if you can. It's going to cost you six bucks to get twice as more booze typically. So... This 750, if you were to buy it, it's probably going to be around 30 bucks. I paid 23 for the 375, um, which is fine. And we're supporting local business per se. Um, this is a little company down the road called Honeyville. Um, everybody knows it in town. We have not done We've this. We've never done this. We're, we're kind of a little bit, we shy away from like snobs. <laughs> We're snobs. <laughs> Just snobs, Aaron. Snobs. Um, we shy away from flavored, you know, alcohol. I, I'm not a huge fan. I don't like peach flavored vodka and blah, 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 blah. Um, cinnamon flavored whiskey or any of those iterations. But I thought we hadn't done this before. All the other 375s that I saw, we kind of already know. Or we would have had to done tequila. Didn't really feel like sipping tequila right now. Not on a it's Monday. It's the middle of the day. I'm a goddamn gentleman, for Christ's sake. Uh, so Honeyville makes honey-flavored bourbon, right? Yep. It's all small batch. Um, are they still producing alcohol like where they were down the road, or did they move? Um, I'm, I'm actually know? not 100% sure. My guess would be they've moved because they're putting out enough product now that I can't see how that facility would be able to withstand well it says crafted in durango colorado does not say distilled no so so this could be a product they they could get the juice built elsewhere yeah i don't know um i know they use obviously we've got a ton of like honey in colorado is a big deal there's a lot of like um beehives and people who produce honey um all over the place. So we've got, we're kind of known for having like really good quality honey. Um, we obviously know how to make bourbon in this state. God knows we do. This is their regular. They also do a cinnamon one, which I was not going to even contend with. That is a bridge too far. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I mean, we've already done the devil's cut for God's sake. Uh, this is bourbon whiskey blended with Rocky Mountain honey. It is 
I mean, 74% alcohol. Uh, we Oh, no, it's 37% alcohol. Or 37 proof. No. Oh, it's 37%. So this is a cordial. This is literally a cordial. Yeah. I thought I was I thought it was 37 No, it's 74 proof. Yeah. I'm being a, I'm being complete dunce right now. You're okay. Sorry. You're okay. It's Monday, brother. It's Monday. <laughs> I've got like PTSD <laughs> is, from work. Monday. But a, a lower alcohol content than than most bourbons will be 80. like 84, 80, 84 80 and then to 90. and then on up. Right. Um So yeah. this is a little bit lower. Um Bobby, they cut it. What with some honey? Why don't you? Uh, why don't here? You tell me what you think because I haven't had this okay. in years. I'll say this: I don't hate it. Um, as a bourbon drinker, as a whiskey drinker, this is not going to be my first choice to sit around and sip. Um, but the quality of the product, I think, is kind of indisputable. It's not cloyingly sweet. It's sweet. It's sweet. it tastes like honey. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yep. Um, I wish it was a touch boozier kind of thin out that that sweetness a little bit. Agreed. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is a, a case where you could actually use a little bit more astringent product just to make this, um, uh, just a, like a lot of people that end up drinking whiskey after a few years, your palate changes, and pretty soon you notice that sweetness just fucks with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially as you get older, too. But I don't find this to be offensive in any way, and it doesn't taste processed like if I do a right. shot of Fireball or a shot of Jackfire or yeah. some other, you know, mass-produced, right, sweet, cordially whiskey, it's gonna t- you're gonna taste the chemicals, you're gonna taste the process, right. This just tastes like they dump some honey in some whiskey. Yeah, um, yeah. It's I I think you're right from from a artisanal standpoint. It is crafted well for what it is. Mm-hmm. There just might be an argument whether you like what it is. Exactly. But yep. but the quality is pretty much like you said, it's, it's kind of inarguable, I, I believe at this point. What you said about alcohol, you could not be more right. We like to say alcohol provides spine, and which is why we refer to things as flabby. Yeah. And it tastes a little flabby. A little flabby. It, I need the kick and the bite. This at 90 would have... Yeah. I, I think I'd actually really enjoy it I agree. at ninety. If you're use if you've ever had a Jack Daniels honey, that's an ex- that's like th- which is this product was made to compete mm-hmm. with that right because that blew up. Oh that, yeah, that that went nuts when it came out, mm-hmm. and but that was just as Jack Daniels is wont to do. It's always the next step in how. You know, obscene. We can get the flavor. It's, it's going to be a dick kicker. Oh, for, for sure. sure. And it's just headache material, right? Yeah. You don't slam a bottle of this and feel good the next day. No you fucking are, way. It's yeah. either you're either going to puke or have the worst headache you've ever had in your life. My there, foot's going numb as we speak. <laughs> dude, this is all about <laughs> Sugarfoot, dude. Uh, which, by the way, why haven't they named a like a bourbon company Sugarfoot, Sugarfoot. Distilling? And wow. just it's all sugar based product yeah just like candy cane bourbon and like just <laughs> rock and rye sweet <laughs> with think old fucking pupillary distance for the rock and rye dude sean mo almost killed us with that stuff yeah, holy smoke not a good product not great um that being said 23 dollars. i would say this would be a great 
training wheels, alcohol, if you don't know a ton about bourbon or booze, this is an extremely easy way to introduce yourself to the general vicinity of what bourbon is. This is definitely not even even the most like over the top bourbons like Maker's Mark and and um, you know Buff Trace and those super huge Kentuckys. Those almost are what we refer to as like candy bars in the bourbon yeah. world. This might be a great bridge to get you yeah. to enjoy sipping bourbon. Um, I think a reasonable human could have this in their cabinet just to, if you wanted to make like a a hot toddy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Great. Cut it with a little citrus and brighten it up. And then you're going to get that hoodie already in there. Right. Absolutely. That might be a lot of fun. I thought too, a mule, a Kentucky mule would be very unoffensive, especially if you're using a really good ginger beer that isn't over the top, like hot. Um, this, this might work out really well for that. It's got enough characteristics that would make it really fun with a little bit, you know, little half a lemon squeeze in the cup, um, would be really nice. But what we're doing is saying the same, Same different sides of the same coin, right? Um, that being said, yay, Colorado, Honeyville, man. Yeah. Um, And couldn't be more local. I mean, they're right up the street from us. You know, I could have got screwball peanut butter whiskey. Yeah. I could have got... We're going to get around to it. I mean, let's I, be honest. I, I mean, I think they're selling so much of it, we kind of have to. Yeah. Just for the fans. Yeah. But we've already done Bullet and Basil and Makers. We've done all the ones that also come in this size, so I figured, what the hell. Right. Right? It's I a agree. Monday. So it is a gonna, Monday. If you're going to sip up cordial, sir, yeah. Monday's the day for Today it. Today's the day, friends. So um, I typically try to get to sleep early. When it's a, when I call what's a school night. If I'm working the next morning, I try to get in bed, honestly, 9.30, 10 at the latest. I don't always fall asleep right away, nor do I stay asleep. But I try to get myself positioned to get a good night's sleep when I'm working the next day to get myself kind of prepared. Um, I turn my phone off because I've learned to do that. I yep. put it on silent. So I woke up to a bunch of texts. From last night, from Bobby and Sean going back and forth on our thread. And it had to do, now, for those of you who don't know, Sean's like a super theater cinema goober, right? He He's the guy who watches the Oscars and, and won't do anything else. Like, if it was somebody's birthday on the same night, he wouldn't go to that person's birthday. He would watch the Oscars. Yeah, he loves it. He loves it. Eh, more power to you. I think it's boring yeah. as all hell, typically, but There whatever. was a time in my life I would do the same thing. I was... Yeah, yeah me too. If, I, I just got worn out with it after decades of... It just seems like... Wasting think, my time. Right. <laughs> as you get older, you realize the masturbatory nature of what the Oscars is. It's it's famous people patting each other's famous backs with other famous people. Yeah. It doesn't really have anything to do with the fans. Uh, it's not like Infinity Wars won any, you know. It's not no. like popular movies win a lot of awards. It's typically very boutique, esoteric. Sometimes they're blockbusters. Sometimes they're big movies. But more often than not, they're more artsier. Um, maybe not the same viewership typically sure. as other movies shit half of the movies now you see for best picture you go wait i'm sorry what yeah like you didn't even know the movie existed right. um nowadays. especially with new platforms a hundred percent you know right so it's hard as fuck to keep up with everything 
as far as movie wise, because there are so many different streaming platforms. I mean, I think Coda was, which I haven't seen yet, was either it won something, but it was nominated for Best Picture. And I've no idea. heard it's amazing. No idea. Um, Who's in it? I don't know. Yeah, Honestly, <laughs> and I think I, I think it means um, Coda stands for Children of Deaf Adults. Oh, so it's like an actual organization, and it's about this deaf family, and apparently it's fucking great. Um, it was, I, but it was like an Apple TV product or whatever. So I had no idea the I fucking have no thing fucking even existed. Idea. Yeah. Um. So to that point, it's become a little bit more. I think it's been even more exclusionary. With all the new platforms and the new way we're ingesting. Before it was, if it wasn't in a theater, it ain't being seen. And now there's tons of different, which is great. Don't get me wrong. We're kind of a media show. We love this shit. I'm not saying I don't know what they are because they're not good. I'm just saying, how many fucking hours in the day do you have to watch movies if you're not Sean Moriarty? Right. Um, Because apparently he can play GTA (laughs) and then watch six movies at the same time. Um, but that being said, I was, I thought I was getting kind of trolled with this whole Chris Rock, Will Smith. I did too. I thought, I thought this was a stunt. That was my initial reaction. Why wouldn't it be? It's been, it's something like this has never occurred on a platform of that prestige. You know, we've, we've had, what was the one where, oh, Kanye getting up and taking Taylor Swift Grammy. But that wasn't violent. That was just a dickhead. Just a dick move. Yeah. Shocker. Um, and then he made those shoes, which just reinforced his assholeness. Um, because those are horrible shoes. So we've never seen an act of violence perpetrated on a major award show like this, to my memory. No, no. Right. So and these are two like walk down the street noticeable stars. Yeah, right. You know, um both black entertainers. Yeah. Um Chris Rock obviously phenomenal comedian hasn't done, you know, he his last special was almost kind of emotional cuz it was about his divorce. I don't know if you guys are up on like Chris Rock stuff, but obviously you're looking at a guy that put three of some of the best stand-up performances we've seen in the last 20 years. He's done tons of movies, whether you love him or hate him. Um, and then on the other side, you have Will Smith, who probably hasn't made anything but a clunker in 15 years. At one point, probably arguably the biggest star. The biggest in star, the world. right? Won, a, won an Oscar for Ali. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very accomplished actor. Went from being a goofy, like corny rapper mm-hmm. into being a legitimate leading man. Yeah. Huge skill set. I don't think his moving choosing skills are that great. No. Just saying. Uh, But yeah, of recent times, it's funny. If you were 20 years old right now, Will Smith would not be Will Smith to you. Not at all. Because all you saw was some dude getting cucked on his wife's show, (laughs) getting bitched out and made to cry because she put him on blast in front of everybody. His kids have kind of, not so much lately, but in the early process where the let's just say in headlines for being other than just like kid stars. It was almost like there were some emotional questions there. Right. It felt like that, you know, open relationship. By the way, I'm not saying anything good, bad, or indifferent. No, not at all. It just felt like they, that couple and that family have been taking a lot of heat. 
Yes. Whether it's necessarily or unnecessary, it's probably unnecessarily. But it just feels like they've been in the, the public's ire. Yeah. Like not on good terms with the public, especially right. Jada, who is kind of known in the industry of being kind of a bitch and has for a very long time. Yeah. Rex met her when she was still like coming up and she was big time in people then. Right. You know, right. God forbid now. Um, and then Chris Rock made that Saw movie a couple of years ago. Yeah, <laughs> which was really bad. Woo! Yikes. Stinker. Best movies made in 20 years, though. Uh, <laughs> nothing will nothing will be New Jack City. Let's be honest. Yeah. Pookie in New Jack City. That was his... Yeah, he peaked. It was a tour de force. He peaked with, <laughs> in the magnum opus of... Uh, New Jack City. Yeah. He, uh, couldn't, he couldn't quite eclipse Judd Nelson. I got but he tried. <laughs> he tried. He tried. Yeah. Um, well, Wesley. What? It, ooh. God, you know? such a good cast, dude. Yeah. Miss that guy. Ice Tizzle. Oh, that guy. Oh, that guy. He's been, he's been successful. He's done a few things. He's been on that NCIS shit. He's got a wacky chick, too. Sweet Lord. Oh, I know. She's uh, a handful. <laughs> Literally. S- lot of silicone. Um <laughs> That being said, what did you think? Like, I know we just said we thought it was a troll, but like. Well, okay. So I don't know a lot. I don't follow like pop culture that way. I follow pop culture on the on the end product creative side. Yeah. I don't really follow like what's going on in people's who's personal dating lives. Who? I don't know who's fucking dating who. I don't read Us Magazine. I don't. And I don't. I was shocked to find out those two were still together. I had no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> or like who? Who Pete is Ryan Reynolds married to this week? I don't know. Who Pete Davidson is fucking? Yeah, like, right. I mean, Jesus Christ. Man. Wait, that's where Sean Moe really came. Well, he really brought up the rear. When it comes to modern pop culture. But you know, Sean's younger than us and yeah. is more in tuned with how to keep up with all that stuff. I wouldn't even know where to look, man. Like, if it doesn't pop up on my phone, then I don't see it. Right. Or, But typically, much to Sean's credit, we're kept in the loop by him. Yeah. Like, anytime no, there's a, a new trailer. Service. Anytime there's a new trailer, yep. anytime there's some like funny drama in the media, he usually alerts us to it, which is actually for me very helpful because super helpful. I'm not on Twitter, I'm not on Facebook. I wouldn't know yeah. um, what's going on. But um, so I. That being said, I when I saw the Sean sent over the video, and because when he first brought the subject up, I was like, this is some bullshit for sure. This, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I watched the video, and I was like. Oh, no. (laughs) That was, by the way, let's get that out of the way. I don't know how you feel. There is zero chance that was set up. Yeah, and a lot of people still believe it it was, which I'm like, I don't get that, even that perspective, because once I really, like, critically think about it, like, what, why would they do that? Are they trying to, like, jumpstart their careers? They're, like, Will Smith was literally about to win an Oscar. I think he's okay. I think he's going to be okay. This wasn't, like, a headline grab. I don't think so either. That would be something more I could see other types of industry people doing. Sure. Like I could see MGK do that. Sure. I could see, I don't even, not even Ye, because, I mean, it's Kanye. Yeah, he's doing okay uh, from doing, last I heard. He's doing fine. Um, <laughs> but but no, I think we can get that out of the way. Unless it's just a big ego thing. You know what I mean? No, it doesn't. If you were Chris Rock setting that up, 
Where do you come out ahead? Holy shit. Everything just went crazy. ESPN. ESPN alert. There's a big trade. Has Let me guess. Just the happened. Saints whiffed on another quarterback. <laughs> um, but Well, I don't know. Like, after the fact, what do you think? Like, I, there's a lot of, as we do, as Americans, we have now descended into three camps. Okay. That I can, like, the three biggest camps that I can identify are, holy shit, fuck Will Smith. What a set of balls on that guy. He's completely detached from reality, like Sean said, you know, and I see that perspective 100%. Then there's other people that are like, Chris Rock shouldn't be saying shit like that and not expect someone to eventually punch him in the mouth, right? Because, like, there's a lot of people like Tiff Haddish came out today and was, like, very saying, like, you know, the man was defending his wife and you actually don't see that a lot anymore. So that's actually kind of nice. Um, And then there's the people... That have to grandstand and just be like, yeah, well, I don't pay attention to any of that shit. Well, I think that's <laughs> and I not, get it. That's I mean, not even a camp. You know, I just think you have an, a, if you yeah. have an, if you know what I'm saying, you either when I we're talking about engagement, if you don't engage, you don't engage. So there's nothing. Really yeah, to and that's about. fine. Which is fine. I get it. Why? If you've got four kids and bills and why would you even care? But. Is kind of what we do. Yep. Um, you know, we want to we want to keep our ear to the ground. I think it's going to be interesting moving forward. Number one, just I think it's good to get out of the way. Where do you fall in those camps? I Since think you brought the, it up. I think the story is going to go away. Uh, it always does. Very very soon. Fucking Ukraine's you know already what I mean? Yeah, already. Yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> no, They're still cares. actively at war. Exactly. Um, so I definitely, from my per- personal perspective, I'm not going to choose sides in a camp. I, I try to like look at both sides of these things and, you know, and I kind of agree with both sides in a way. It's like, yeah, Will Smith, that was a dumb fucking move. You didn't have to do that on public television. You know what I mean? And Chris Rock probably didn't even write that fucking joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you don't get just this say shit. Eventually, as you and I both know, you say something, eventually someone's going to jam their fist in your face. That's that's now, a possibility all the time. Sean brought up the comment. He's like, but what does that mean for stand-up comedy? You know, are you are you allowed just to walk up on stage if you get offended and, like, punch somebody in the face? You know what I mean? That's an interesting question, too. I don't know, man. I think I think Mr. Smith should have waited till after that show was over collected his Oscar and walked up to Chris Rock like a grown man privately. Yeah. And said, bruh, what's up? I mean, you know, you don't have to keep, because there's pat, there's some past stuff going into that. Um, 100%. in 2016, Chris Rock hosted the Oscars Oscars and he made fun of Jada, mm-hmm. um, back then because she was boycotting the show. Right. Because there was a lack of, um, representation for people of color in that particular year, right. which, <laughs> every year every year <laughs> and if by the way more than three people get black like wow people get nominated <laughs> i know wow. that was a weird slip <laughs> leave it in <laughs> that's staying in for sure no but i mean if if too many then you got the other side of them coming in like oh this is just a liberal outreach over representation over correction i guess no good white people made movies this year you know what i mean that fucking crowd well either way this is why you should never concern yourself about any sort of color and just go with the best work i 100%. mean at that point you've got a leg to stand on um that being said I, i'm gonna fall on the camp 
it's very and it's going to be very hard for me not to go forward with this thought. I am not talking about did did Will Smith do something that offended me personally? No. Um, Haddish is correct. Uh, it's this isn't we don't live in a time where you slap a man in the face with a gauntlet and challenge him to a duel anymore. Um, we don't live in those days anymore. And I do think there's a part of us that enjoyed that to a certain extent, some of us more than others. But there is kind of a shame to the fact that you can't punish the people that should be punished. Uh, the Karen at the fucking Taco Bell that's screaming and uh, making derogatory racist terms to one of the employees. Do you want to fly in with a Superman punch from 10 feet away and crush that person's head? Yeah. And there's a part of you that wants that. 100%. And, you, and that satisfaction of watching the bad person lose. However, what he did was illegal. Yep. Which is huge. So I was laughing. I'm like, damn, if that was at a PTA meeting, that dude would have got a new set of fucking bracelets. Oh, yeah. So let's know what we're at. The 6'3 black guy to smack somebody at a PTA meeting. And let's be honest. You know, Segura said it. You're talking about a dude that's six inches shorter than you, that weighs probably 70 pounds lighter than you. You're kind of picking on a small guy. I joked with you, Bobby, saying if that was Idris Elba, I don't think it would have went down like that. Um, um, I There would have been a different response. <laughs> yeah, brother. And it would have been pop, pop, pop. Yeah. Yeah, that fast. Um, but anyway, I, I think what he did was patently wrong. Um, mm-hmm. If he's such a good dad and such a good role model, I think that's a horrible representation of how a person should react. Were his kids in the building? I don't. They're they're grown ups, so they are. Not, I mean, but, they've but got still. Yeah. Will Smith, it's the role model guy. Yeah, you yeah, know, for like, sure. He's always kind of been that guy throughout the course of his career. So, I I think what he did was patently wrong um, on every civilized level. Um, from an emotional level, if somebody was talking shit about Rex, it would be hard for me not to punch people. I have went after people that have spoken to her wrong. I just haven't went up and smacked him. Yeah. Um, then we get into what Sean Moe said about the joke thing, and he's right. I don't. I, I think he was in in Sean Moe fashion. He tends to be very like fatalistic about everything. It's either a hundred or zero. I, I don't think it was an indictment and an attack on stand-up comedy per se, but I do think a guy that's been in the business for the last fucking 40 years needs to know how to respond better. And yeah. like you said, if he would have went into the green room and smacked Chris Rock and that got out, there'd be no issue. Yeah, just Everybody would be two like, of them fuck together. yeah, Will Smith. Yep. We would have been rooting for him. Two grown men sorting it out. It felt like he hit the kid on the playground after looking for the teacher to make sure the teacher was close. Yeah. And he clearly, it, in it a obviously feels environment. like it feels like grandstanding. It, oh, That's and then the, for him to shout. Yeah. He could have sat in his seat and just mean mugged him. And he you could have walked see. up and whispered it in his ear. Oh, my. Which would have been gangster. And then just walked back. And not and that would actually have been more frightening. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. He, he screamed in a quiet audience. I'm a little irritated. Nobody said anything. Because if you yell some dumb shit, somebody's going to be like, shut up. I'm surprised he didn't get one shut up. <laughs> well, everybody was so taken aback. I, I, Dude, this is a huge star hitting a huge star on a huge platform. Yeah. The thing that bothered me after. And by the way, as we record this, there's been no public statements. 
I'm going to be very interested to watch Will Smith walk yeah, this I don't back. think so either. I know I did hear that Chris Rock has opted not to press any charges or yeah. anything like that, you but, know, which I don't blame him. But I mean. listen, how big is the walk back going to be from Will Smith? Oh, How yeah. big is the apology going to be? Oh, yeah. So knowing that's going to happen. <laughs> and now if he said, I don't give a fuck, I'd do it again. Yeah. I'd almost respect that a little I bit. I would too. But that's not that's what going to do. So... I, I just think this is an interesting. We've gotten to the point now where you you look forty years ago, fifty, sixty years ago, and it's you know uh, Cary Grant and Humphrey Bogart, and everybody's in tuxes, and everything's like super. <laughs> and, right. now, and now we're getting to the point where like I don't know, man. I think Will Smith's got a bundle full of uh, energy. Um, you know who made the joke? Nikki Glaser made the joke. Is you know that's not the person he wanted to smack. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, that, alluding, that, that joke's been made. Alluding yeah. to the fact that obviously this anger is coming from his wife's interaction well, with other people. And I can't pretend to know that. No. But nobody reacts like that based on one joke. The anger in that dude's there face. Was something. Yeah. There's well, something going on. He was laughing at first and then everything changed. You know I think, what I mean? Yeah. He laughed at the joke initially, and then he was like, "Wait, do you think? Do you think Jada was like?" <laughs> I wonder if he looked over at her. Are you gonna she, do something? Because her face was, she was not happy. Well, and but, listen, but see, here we are. This is the problem. We're trying to psychoanalyze. I know people from afar. Well, that's what everybody's doing. And I'm gonna go out on Twitter, and I'm going to <laughs> take my stand. <laughs> I'm going to virtue signal the shit out of this. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. Do the signaling, brother. I'm going to talk about, yeah, my virtue signal is going to be like the bad signal. No, it'll be like, I support, wait, what would your virtue signal be on this? I am against black on black crime and I support all uh, victims of autoimmune deficiency related syndromes. Absolutely. And how good is that? If you feel differently... You're a Nazi. You're a horrible fucking person. <laughs> you are probably a Nazi. Go ahead and unfriend me. Exactly. You know what I mean? That bullshit. Um, and so brave of you to do, Bobby. Okay. <laughs> You're so brave. Thank you for taking a stand where nobody would. I am, I am uh... against racism, child beating, <laughs> and you could follow me at... Um, well, let's be honest, the... The, the courageous people live on the other side of history because they're the ones Christ. that just don't give a fuck about being right about anything. No, I always go to like the Bill. Now, granted, Bill Hicks could never survive on social media, but I always go to guys like Bill Hicks, uncompromising people that, you know, have found either a really good way to apologize where it doesn't make them look bad. They haven't, you know, like it, but it, that that whole situation bothers me. It bothers me that nobody's looking at it for what it is, and it, it's just two grown men. Uh, a grown man struck another grown man. Yeah, probably the forty trillionth time that's happened, or yeah. no, hundred and forty trillionth time that's hundred percent. Um, it's kind of in our nature. It's in all of our nature. So it just it was striking that it was at if that was at Disneyland, and it was Danny Masterson and Ralph Macchio. Nobody would care. I'm just saying. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I would no, no, I would care a little bit. <laughs> if that was Caitlyn Jenner and Kesha, right? 
nobody would care. Well, right. it'd be one day's worth of news. We'd all laugh and move on. Yeah. But yeah. these are two fairly renowned people uh, on the biggest platform. It'll be interesting to see how it goes next year, it'll whether or not he's invited back. or Do you think they're going to have... Are they going to make a big old... Okay. Uh, By the way, the Academy Awards, that group... Yeah. Holy shit, dude. Like, now they're coming out and making all these statements about, oh, my, we absolutely don't support any of this, and we blah, 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 blah. But you let it happen. You didn't have security walk over no. and just say... Mr. Smith, you have to leave now. Can we have a word? Or you have to, can we talk in the back? Yeah. No, in between commercial, he was getting consoled, consoled. and Consoled. And he was wiping away tears. Yeah. With and him. I'm sure he's sad. His <laughs> life right now, other than the money and the adoration <laughs> and the Oscar he just won, um, I'm sure his life that, sucks. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's horrible. Yeah. It's well, dog she's shit. Kind of a shrew. I got- <laughs> um, just saying. Um, hey, before we take a break. No, let's. Real quick, you brought up virtue signaling. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is yeah. a huge thing. Um, we have been really good about dancing around and giving or you know, we're not we're not avoiding, but um topics like uh trans topics and uh ableist topics and we make a lot of jokes here. Um I think everybody knows which side of history, like you alluded to, we stand on on those issues. Um it's you see guys getting banned, left another major Twitch, um, arguably the first guy to really start doing political Twitch, Destiny, got banned a couple days ago um, for doing what was considered <sighs> transphobic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, weird thing about Twitch, when they ban you, they don't tell you why. You're just gone. When you break TOS, they ban you permaban, they ban you seven day, they ban you... But they don't tell you what you said. They don't give you the specific thing that you did. You know what you did. Wait, is that what they're doing? They're doing the mom? They're doing the you mom thing. You know what you did. know what you um, did. But it's interesting to me because YouTube will tell you. And even though it might be convoluted and like, what? Yeah. They tell you what episode it was. Right. And where it, they'll tell you the, the time marks. Twitch just goes, no. Yeah. You're banned. Well, you know, the, we talked about this on Friday a little bit. Um, which you guys will never hear because that is now gone forever. Um, <laughs> but no, we discussed, you know, obviously, and boy, by the way, this trans athlete that competed in the swimming event and won the yeah. swimming event, how fucking lucky is she that fucking the Chris Will Rock Smith thing happened? came yeah. over and smacked Chris Rock because I mean, now that the heat's off for a minute. This is this but, is um, the this is the beauty of modern media is no matter what you've done. There's going to be somebody 24 to 72 hours behind you. That's Yeah, another cycle gonna, will begin. Like we were joking about Ukraine, and that's like legit the saddest part of all this is there's human rights violations happening, and we're talking about this. Yeah. And now granted, we've devoted a lot of time to talking about that as yeah, well. Yeah, of course we have. There's not super new information, otherwise we'd be talking about it, outside of the cope fucking co- the mega copium that rug- Russia is doing. They're walking back. You know, oh, we didn't really mean to do that. We just wanted to. And now, oh, we never really, like, it's hilarious to watch them walk back their entire war. But um, like you were saying, the social media aspect, and it's interesting how that was a huge story, what, three days ago? Yeah, Four like on ago? last Thursday, last Wednesday, when, like, it really heated up. Right. And Explain people- what the... And like the memes started coming out. So you have a transgender athlete, <clears throat> right? Um, uh, biological male 
um, competed with with biological females in a swimming swimming event and won the event. And of course, that sparked an outcry from a certain population that this was unfair, that a young biological man, and then that sparked other, you know, everybody just falls back into their camps immediately. Right. They stop having fucking, and when I brought up the virtue signal thing, it's because, you know, you immediately start getting, well, if you think this, you're transphobic. Right. And I don't want you in my life. Right. Like, and it's I mean, like, I, and I'm like, holy shit. And there was so much of that. See, and I think this is the problem, Bobby. I think we're in the world of, I'm just asking questions. We're in the world of Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson is like, I'm not saying he's racist. I'm just asking, is he? Right. Like, we're doing that type of journalism now in media and punditry where asking questions are, are they're the most sharply pointed questions. So it's very hard to have real, true, good faith, open dialogue about these things because people, if you, if you ask the question, well, should there be parameters on an athlete post hormone replacement? Right, right, right. Should it be a year or two years? There is a contingency of people that say, "Go, you don't believe in trans rights. You're a transphobe," and there, there, we have not found a middle ground to have a discussion yet. Everything is absolutes. A hundred percent. That's why I said like fatalist. Everything is absolute absolutism and fatalism. It's it's this or that. Um, and I'm not talking about like the the subject at hand because obviously it's all gray. But we're we haven't gotten to a, a position as a society where we can have the discussion yet openly and reach some hard truths with each other. I um, made I made one big mistake. <laughs> you picked up your phone yeah. after a few uh, schnifties? A, a good friend of mine, she and I are tight. She had posted a meme, which I, I don't love the meme because it was making was fun it? of the issue. Okay. Okay. What, what, in, so what, I don't necessarily regard? love making fun of the it. So on, one, on the left side, it shows the young biological male okay. who had been competing in swimming and was ranked like 400 and something, something. And on the right oh, side. Oh, the actual. The, yeah. Uh, and then there's a picture of. Pre-transition. Exactly. Okay. And then post-transition on the right side. Um, and like now she's winning events, right? So. I understand where people are coming from with that meme. I don't like the meme because I think it demeans the conversation. I, I think it distracts the conversation. It distracts the conversation for sure. Uh, yeah. And so I'm watching the conversation. I'm just seeing. And, and again, everyone's just throwing their virtue in your face and you're fucking course, stupid. You're and an like, asshole. You know, and my only comment was there was one girl that made a comment that I found a little like, wow. And I was like, well, I asked one question. I was like, if I was a father of... Uh, a young biological woman and let's say she competed in a combat sport where people really get hurt and that night she has to fight a biological male how am i allowed to ask the question hey wait do i really want this to happen now I'm not saying right. I know the science. No. I don't. That's right. why I want to ask the fucking question. Right. But if you ask the question, you're transphobic and you're canceled out yeah. and fuck yourself. I know. And, 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 and this is where we're at right now. And I think for me, I listen to a lot of, I listen to a lot of different, very smart people talk about this specific 
yeah. topic. I listen to trans people talk about this topic. I listen to people on both sides. I don't really listen to people from the right about this topic because it's it's clearly made out of bad faith. But I do watch some interplay between the left um, as much as, God, they're as cannibalistic as anybody. Um, maybe more so. Actually, not maybe. They're definitely more so I think they're way more cannibalistic. Um, we have a tendency to eat each other than we do the other side. 100%. Um, I think it's been like that now for a decade. Um, that being said, um, the problem is this. I wish Colin Kaepernick was a trans athlete because that's a conversation that we all, <laughs> that we all need to have. Would Can you be- imagine the nuance? That goes into that. Would he wear a Saints jersey? (laughs) Um, We need somebody, guys. Please send them your way. You do. If you've got a cousin that played like 4D, dude, (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Um, Sorry. Anyway, um, that being said, the thing I think is interesting is this. And I'll sum it up as this. I think the sports question belies another facet of the conversation. The overarching question it becomes is... Are you comfortable with the trans community? Are you comfortable with it? The problem is when you bring up sports, it gives the other side the ability to inject their beliefs into the conversation with protection. So now, and I'll be honest with you, I know exactly who it is. So when the right, the Christian right that doesn't like the trans community and arguably wants them to not exist because that's been said when you bring up sports it gives them a shroud of protection to wrap themselves in so that they can go into battle with armor when otherwise they would be naked mm-hmm. with that conversation because there's nobody that's going to have a conversation well trans people are wrong and they should all die you're never going to fucking there's no movement but if you if your thoughts are that and you wrap yourself in the shroud of, well, I just don't think these should be competing in the same sports if they're biological. And that's never your true. It's a disingenuous armor to enter a fray. Right. Right. And that's the problem is I think there's a lot of people that have ulterior motives that are entering this conversation because sports is the the issue and not the real issue, which Mm -hmm. is you just don't like trans people. It's, Oh, but I'm just trying to protect. So going to the analogy of the father, that the le- the certain people in the left may look at that father and say, well, it's got nothing to do with your daughter. It's the fact is you don't like trans people. And now there's no conversation. That's the overwhelming done. part of the conversation. We're done. And you're on social media more than I am, yep. obviously. That is like, the, uh, by 100%. That is the overwhelming sentiment from the community is that you just hate trans people and you don't support trans rights. So there's no rational conversation we had of, well, have you considered dot, 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 dot. Have you considered the fact that this person started taking hormone replacement at 12? Da, 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 hormone blockers at, you know, 13 and then transition. Right. There's not that conversation. I want to hear that conversation. Okay. Well, luckily there's scientists who have that. To have that answer, and I yeah. would, I would love more people that are uh, evolutionary biologists that are like genetic biologists, come geneticists to come in and discuss the reality of what that is. The fact that sex and gender are two different things, right? Yeah, right. Gender subjective. Gender is evolving. Where sure. sex is not. Sex is not. And what that means and the fact that you're a man doesn't mean that you're necessarily gendered as a a man 
Yeah. That would be brilliant to have somebody kind of lay that out. There are people out there. The hard part is it's getting, out there. It's just hard to get to. It's hard sometimes. to get to, and it's hard to get through the 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 smoke screens and the propaganda and things that are going to be uh, curated. Yeah. To be what fits my viewpoint. What I, I, this is the outcome I want. So let me echo chamber myself. So here's the information yeah. I need to get to the outcome that well, I want. Well, it's a cacophony of you know? just bullshit. It's just, you know? ah, it's yeah. noise, ah, and you and can't. I'm a 50-year-old man. I don't do sports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit. No, you know no. what I mean? And I don't have a daughter, and I don't have, you know, I right. don't. Have a uh, like, like skin, skin in the game, exactly. But I do have concerns that we're just breezing over issues for the efficiency of getting to the next level of social consciousness. When in fact, you can miss certain nuances along the way and be like, okay, this is actually something we should look at, right? You know what I mean? And 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 make a decision right here, right? Let's have a conversation, right? You know, and and dude, you and I are both closely aligned. With that community, a hundred percent. We have several people in our lives that I love and yes. are near and dear to my heart. That I love in that community, and I. That's why I'm saying I think there is, and a that is way. not a like I know a couple of black guys argument. No, we are aligned yes. with those people yes. and we take we'll, care of those people, and we'll back what I say. Yeah. Um. That that being said, I think the big thing will be if we can get to a point where we can look at it. Rel- and I heard it put as this, and this is very sophomoric in the way it's broken down. We have weight divisions in all combat sports. We have weight divisions. We have a talent requirement in all combat sports. Their, their talk is, is there a way to genetically consider people that have transitioned or in the, involved? Is there a way to genetically put them within categories? Right. Um, I don't know. That's yeah. some big brain shit. Dude, that's like, huge like, brain shit. That's huge brain shit. But if there is a way to be able to do that, that might be a beginning of having a conversation right. about equality where everybody feels comfortable. Yeah. I just don't know what to do when both sides are rabid. Rabid. And they are. Rabid. And they are. Lefties, you are as much as we are. Um, 100%. We're going to go do a dirty dirt. Oh, by the way, first time ever this weekend, what? ever, what? Duke, North Carolina are playing in the Final Four. In fact, this is the first time I've ever played in an NCAA tournament against each other. Arguably, the biggest rivalry in all of sports wow. has never actually happened on the biggest stage. And in Mike Krzyzewski's last fucking tournament run, right. they're going to play North Carolina in the Final Four this weekend might end up being one of the all-time biggest sporting events ever. Is Dean Smith still dead? Yeah, he's very dead. Oh, yeah, okay. he hasn't was, come back yet. I was just checking. Yeah, it takes three days. I thought it was a motherfucking messiah. <laughs> According to those Carolina people. Know, them, them Tar Heel. We're in the office of one of them. <laughs> yeah, baby. And we're going to be watching the game together this Good. weekend. So we would love to have you. Beauty, beauty. Yeah, yeah. All right. Guys, we're going to take a break. This is the Whiskey Reel we've prattled on. As we are apt to do, but I think this is a, some important conversation. It's good prattle. Yeah, it's good prattle. Yeah. And now a word from our sponsor. Hey. 
Have you ever instantly regretted an offensive tweet that you posted about some trans athlete? Ha <laughs> I know I have. Modern attitudes towards modern issues are so confusing. There's got to be a better way. I am constantly getting canceled. Well, you're lucky, Bobby. We're introducing Virtue Signal, a new mobile provider that instantly turns your vile words into a social media post that will make you look like a virtuous social warrior. You mean I can make a point about critical race theory and not have to face the inevitable and much-deserved consequences? And that's not all, my friend. You can tweet about the human rights violations of furries if you want to. And, as an additional feature, Virtue Signal can even automatically change your avatar to accommodate any audience. I feel so much better about interacting on social media with Virtue Signal. You are going to be on the right side of history for once. Let Virtue Signal cancel your hate. And we're back. Yeah, brother. Hey, guys, you can reach out to the Whiskey Reel at 970-426-5344. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. 426-5344. We have a bunch of new friends in the front range. We'd love to hear from some of you guys. A little bit of feedback on the show. And uh, you can also reach us at whiskeyreel at gmail.com. We take emails as well. And you are guaranteed to get on the program. Guaranteed. Which is not true. And uh, now we don't. There's been some voicemails I've ignored. <laughs> um, now we don't have an uh, abrasive, offensive uh, welcome to the voicemail now, right? Okay. Nope. We changed okay. that. We changed that. We changed that. We were and unaware. I, I was unaware. We, we that's were on unaware. me. That's on me. No, that's, I, that. you know. I, I didn't realize <laughs> that that had actually happened. And at some point that might have been brought to my attention, but I probably forgot about it. Through a veil like, of like three fernets later, <laughs> a um, veil of anger. Covers that. <laughs> no, I was like, yeah. "Oh no. no!" And we actually have been getting a little bit more feedback. Um, you know, from uh, good friend Brian Erickson had some comments to make about movies we were talking about, things cool. like that. Um, so again, you get the shout out, but we're not gonna. Not uh, unless you just absolutely wrecking shop. Let's be honest. What we really want is fucking <laughs> funny voicemails. Yeah. That's what we want. And then we'll put you on. Because that is straight content and you get your voice on a podcast that is moderately successful right now. Yeah. So you get to be a part of the fun, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Get it while you can, y'all. Get it while you can because it's not going to last forever. All you, all you little ha-ha, wonka-wonka guys out there. <laughs> and gals. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, and once again, hopefully next week, I'm hoping next week, we we are going to get Big Z. We're going to get him back. Good. Guys, and... and, and It'll. We will recreate some of the magic. I was telling Rex today it sucks because there was a lot of opportunity for me, not knowing uh, Zach's past, to have that instant reaction mm-hmm. to learning things. But uh, I'm going to be able to get rid of that instant reaction and now have more of a comfortability. So I think we're going to gain some yeah. and lose some. But uh, he was fantastic. He was a goddamn delight. Uh, to have in so you guys have that to look forward to next week so second uh, nerds uh second deli on the night you guys get this podcast is doing a collaboration chef's dinner mm-hmm. which you're not invited to because it's already sold out yeah but uh i was I, told i could just walk in i will report back <laughs> 
<laughs> Zach was like, just walk in. Yeah. Um, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, at that, there's going to be a point in the night where you can literally just walk in. I'll just But it is kind of a four-course yeah. kind of deal with pairings and um, our good friends at the bookcase. Uh, Bo. Bo and Jenna. Big Bo. Are helping us out with or helping them out like I'm yeah, a part of it. I, I don't know. I mean, I work for them. I'm, I get a yeah. I get a discount. But over you're there. doing that. You're doing the team thing where we won last week. I know. I don't I know. plan the team. We got Tyreek Hill last week. <laughs> yeah. See, I can't wait <laughs> for is. we to be I, so successful. I can't, I can't wait for us to win. Um, that's always funny. Uh, but no, I know. I had a I had a bad joke about that dinner. That I won't repeat, but uh, okay, I, I will. Okay. I will when Zach's here next time. Okay, cool. Because then I can. Because we'll not, do a recap. Because then I can not be a Will Smith, and I can do it the right way. Perfect, <laughs> Bobby. What did you have music? We haven't. We never do music anymore. It breaks my heart. I mean, I think it's cool if we do music every other week. Oh, that's or, fine. You know what I mean? Um, it saves us copyright violations, probably. Well, at some point. as long as it's under thirty, no, the I know, dirty thirty. I know. Brother. We try to keep the dirty thirty, and, yeah. and we do review and talk about these songs. We so do. We try to be as compliant as humanly possible. <laughs> Certain artists are going to be much more uh, litigious. Yeah. And about as we things. grow, <laughs> as we have grown so much in the last year. As we continue to grow, those situations will become more apparent as yeah, we move forward. 100%. However. By the way, the more cease and desist letters you get, the better you're doing. I'm hanging them up on the wall, brother. 100%. Um, what was your song? So we, friend of the podcast, Young Miss Meg Myers. Your love. Um, kind of a pop ingenue when yeah. I first met her. All. Pop, I guess, kind of an alt yeah, pop. Yeah, sure. Engine. Let's go with that. Um, really, really good songwriter. Really beautiful girl. Really wonderfully talented. Mm-hmm. Um, does some weird dark stuff. Um, she has been trending towards trying to have an actual career and make money. Um, so her new song is this collaboration with a gal by the name of Carmen Vandenberg, who I don't really know. Um, but they do some harmonies and share some uh, moments in the song. It's actually pretty cool. She has a fancy she, name. Yeah. Anytime you're a Van, yeah. Oh yeah. Something. Yeah. For sure. Although I know some Vandenbergs here in town. They're they're fine. But, but I, <laughs> I thought you were going to say they're trash. <laughs> no. Okay. I didn't trash. know. I don't know any of them. They are perfectly serviceable human beings. Woo! <laughs> 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 uh, but no, we love Meg. Uh, we've done a couple of her songs on this podcast. She's done a couple of really cool cover songs. She's been around a lot longer than you think. Um, but anyways, her new song is called H-T-I-S. <laughs> but I think it's actually just she's being cute with the word hits. Oh. I think she's trying to Boy, generate. I didn't put that together. Yeah, she's she's actually trying to generate some hits. Um, some of her older stuff like Monster and Sorry and um, Lemon Eyes, which is my favorite, um, t- tended to be a little more... Singer songwritery with some electronic components. This is getting a lot more just electronic, popish dance music. Right. But I don't hate it, and I think it's worth listening to because she's still really hot. So, <laughs> Bobby, yeah, I love the bar kid. you set. I kid. I love it. Anyways, love guys, it. this is gonna be Meg Myers. Sure. Oh, no. 
What do you think? I know I can tell by your face you don't love it. Um, and by the way, I don't think I love it either. It, it's okay. I think uh, you are correct. What you were alluding to is she's trying to get to the next level of her career and make things that are going to be a little bit more palatable mainstream. Um, what I hope she doesn't lose in her journey doing this is her actual voice. Her 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 voice was so compressed and affected. Yes. I couldn't even... Because she's got a really pretty vibrato in her voice. She's got a great timbre in her voice. We, um, we even delved into something she did live one time was, on one of our episodes. It was fantastic. And it was like, holy shit. Like, she can, she she's can a blow. She's a phenomenal singer. She can blow. Yeah. So are we going to move more into the fucking, you know... Are we going to go more into, what's her name, fucking Dua Lipa? Yeah, right, fucking, right. You know, are we going to go more into that or are we going to stay a little bit stronger, you know, singer-songwritery? And that's fine. Or it could be a concept album where she, this is my Dance Diva album and then she goes back into this. I yeah, think there was a, um, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Zola Jesus. Um, no. She's a very similar situation. It was Zola was a, a very indie kind of gothy dark chick, and then she decided, well, no, I'm gonna make, I want to make an album that makes money. Right. It was actually really awesome to hear her like kind of flex those muscles a little bit. Right. And, and I still think about those, some of those songs all the time. Like really good music and okay. next kind of similar to me. Um, Liz Fair famously did this. Yeah. She went away from her old singer songwriter. I'm a whore kind of, and I'm not saying that that was what she said in her songs. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I just think, I mean, she could probably cross over because she's visually beautiful. Yeah. It's Liz Fair didn't have the same sort of like presence. Oh, I would, I would smash, I would smash Um, Liz Fair. (laughs) Well, that doesn't shock anybody who listens to the program. She's pretty hot. Um, Meg Myers is a different animal. Um, but but no, I, it, I would almost retroactively have to judge this based on what she does next. If this yes. is the path she chooses moving forward, there you go. Now I'm going to have a hard time. At. I'm going to have a hard time paying attention if this is what she does going forward. I understand. Because I will lose interest in this style of let's, music. Let's see how much traction she gets with this. Right. Because that's going to end it. That's going to dictate what she does. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah, for sure. She's making this move so she can break out and do her thing. Um, but, I mean, she's got all the chops in the world. She knows how to write a song. She's talented. She's charismatic. So Oops. let's see if it if she turns into, like I said, is she going to stay like Dua Lipa? Is she going to stay like that style? Right. Or is she going to kind of Charlie XCX? Is she, or is she going to like... Yeah, yikes. Is she going to stay more of kind of a auteur? Which would be really frustrating just because, as you alluded to, she is a more talented songwriter than most people are. And she writes she writes her own songs for one fucking thing. That would be a huge thing. You know? Um, <laughs> yeah. Just saying. What are you working with? Um, we got... Sorry, God, guys. Bobby's, Jesus, Jesus, Bobby's busy, dude. Sorry, that's do you wanna, it, it's do you Colin Brunson. That? Oh, Big C, bruh. <laughs> big, big C, 
Big Z, bruh. Zach, Big Z's partner from yeah. the second deli. Um, probably wondering why I'm not at the tavern. He's worried about you. No, he is. He gets worried. <laughs> Bobby's always here by now. Uh, <laughs> he will, I set up, help set up their security cameras yeah. at the deli. And if I go in and I'm sitting at the corner of the bar and just listening to music by myself and yeah. working, I will invariably get a phone call from Colin because he's like creeping on the cameras from wherever he's at. He's, he's a like, creeper. He's like, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what you should be saying. Yeah. Um, he's probably got a nanny cam in it, Cloud City that we don't know about. Um, I'm thinking about putting one in. Hey. Uh I got a I got a, a gentleman name. I'm just gonna go in. I'm not gonna do my whole this gentleman stuff. <laughs> There's a guy named Gorilla Nems. He's a battle rapper from Coney Island. Uh, very well respected within the hip hop community. He's done um, some things. I think he's done some things with. Um, He's done a few like collabs with a bunch of different people. Like he's Dirt McGirt, New York rapper guy. Um, like I said, he was on a, a lot of famous battles back in the day. Um, and um, he hasn't really gained huge mainstream. Back on the East Coast, he's kind of big shit. He just goes by NEMS now. Um, and uh, this one made me laugh out loud. Actually, Bobby and I were playing it. We were dying laughing because it's so just ostentatious. It's just so like... Over the top, braggadocious hip hop. It's fun to do. If you're gonna tell me you don't remember the name of this song after the fucking clip, you're lying to yourself. This shit is called Bing Bong. Um, well, we got to talk about the verse we're gonna play. This particular verse is on not on the um, remix. That's the video. You got to go listen to this on the album. Well, no, this is the remix. This is the re- sorry. Yeah, yeah. The Strike album version. That. The album version does Correct not feature it. Sir Busta Rhymes. One Mister Busta Bust. And and look, <laughs> if if you know anything about my household, I go into some Busta fucking rabbit holes. I love this man's voice. I love his rhyming. I've been a huge man uh, fan of this guy since Leaders of the New School. Um, I I just there's some about Busta that makes me happy. He's always over the top and silly, coupled with his delivery, just makes me happy. It makes me smile. It always has. And this verse, he's just this a is, big bag of silly pants. We're going to try so hard to keep quiet during this, but we're probably going to laugh at you <laughs> it's guys. It's funny. Because <laughs> this is hilarious. Bing bong. <laughs> Dusty motherfucker, you got ringworm. I used to be gorilla, but now I'm King Kong. I'm with the kings of New York, and this the theme song. Shit, nigga. <laughs> Bing bang. You niggas trash, you motherfucker should have been gone. Gigantic bars flying, every fucker sing this song. You crab lost infected rap niggas wearing thongs. <laughs> My nigga, bing bang. I slap niggas with paddles like I'm playing ping pong. Everything about me real right. That niggas been wrong. Simultaneous fuck. <laughs> there's not a lot to say about that it's except so that it's much fucking fun. perfect it's so much fun it's so ridiculous that is happiness uh, that is happiness in my heart it is happiness uh okay 
Enough with the silly sillies. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do we want to do? We had some really good pearls of wisdom on the well, last Well, we did episode. a last week, we did a joint pearl of wisdom. In fact, I spoke for the whole class. Yeah, you I did. Don't, yeah. Do you want but, to speak for the whole class again? Um, no, I'm going to save that for Zach. Um, okay. I'm going to say quite simply that I need to get better at my job. <laughs> I need to take better care of our audio. Oh, God. And whatever you do for your line of work, you should do it better, too. God, amen. Everybody can, too. That's yeah. the funny part. You can always be improving. You've never been perfect at what you do, my friend. Hey, man, I got, I got an extra hour and a half of... Aaron Brandis in my life. I'll Bing take it. bong. Bing bong. <laughs> if I come up to any of you and just do that in your face, don't take it. Personally. Yeah, don't take it the wrong way. It's going to be fine. I'm just having fun. Um, <laughs> um, you got ringworm. You got ringworm. Dude, only bing bong and ringworm. You think it doesn't rhyme, but it does. Um, what I'm going to say is bef- uh, if you're working and you're in a position of some authority, whether you're just a low level manager or high level manager, make sure before you announce a situation to other people that you have definitive proof that that situation is true. Um, I recently had something happen and it, it was the telephone game because somebody thought they were doing the good thing by talking about something that happened and they should have bit their lip a little bit. Um, if you're a new manager, a new person out there in a new position, don't be so um, ready to jump to the lead to discuss something that's just happened. But And I'm talking interpersonally between maybe some somebody you work with. Wait, get all the information, realize all the situation, because, and I've done it, where I've said something and said, so-and-so did this to so-and-so, and I think so-and-so, I've been wrong, and then I have to walk back what I said. Wait, bite your lip, don't spill the beans all at once if you don't have all the facts, right? Get all the facts first, right? I like that. Yeah. I mean, there are times, man, like, we all feel like we have to be in a hurry to get something done when you can take a step back and wait. Always. Absolutely wait for something good to happen or bad to happen. Yeah. Sometimes you get smacked in the face by Will Smith. Like, <laughs> bing bong. Bing bong. 